0: It is Election Day. Election Day will come up even in this conversation. We're not going to talk issues necessarily with Chris McClain, Mac from Mac and Bone, Mornings, WFNZ in Charlotte. I will talk with them tomorrow uh, at 9 o'clock, thereabouts, uh, whenever the phone r- phone rings and I answer it. Uh, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. I am curious because uh, it is t- t- it's a day of exit polling, if you will. If you will. What would be the exit polling, favorable or unfavorable, on Frank Reich?
1: It's a fascinating uh, question. By the way, what's up, brother? I figured you had to hear my voice. You couldn't make it a full week.
0: Um, uh, I miss you. I miss you. When when, when the phone, when they hang up on me, uh, Wednesday at whatever time that is, I miss you guys immediately. (laughs) You are the
1: one. You are the one guest that doesn't say, thank God I'm done with that conversation. (laughs) I don't so know. Fast. I mean, listen. It's I don't know. It's I, I think it's. I don't even think there's much favorable right now about Frank Reich. I think it's like sixty percent unfavorable and forty percent like. Eh, I guess I'll be patient. I, I haven't I haven't seen anything yet, <laughs> but I guess it's only eight games. I guess I'll shut up. Like I'm not even sure. Like because I like the Frank Reich hire. I mean, and we've talked about this, you know, either on your show or ours. Yeah. I I really wanted Steve Wilkes to get the job. I really loved the way he kind of galvanized that locker room last year. He seems to be the quote-unquote leader of men, and he didn't get the job, and I was bummed for him. But I understood why Wright got the job, right? It sounded good in theory, a former quarterback, an offensive guy, although that sounds kind of funny now that we've seen the (laughs) offense play. But, you know, I understood it, and I kind of liked it, and I loved the offensive staff they put together. We called it the all-star staff. I don't know how many times we said that. That also sounds funny now um uh, but it really is it is not good that his side of the ball the reason he was here was to work with Bryce and the offense and for this offense to look this damn bad it's hard for like I, I'm not giving them a favorable vote, but I guess I'm giving them hey, I'll give them more time kind of vote. You yeah,
0: you're undecided
1: and that's fair. Yeah, we have yeah. favorable, undecided
0: and unfavorable. I'm going ask you I'm going ask you to predict two other exit polls in a minute but we' we'll, before we let you go here's the thing about when I watched the game Sunday, I get two things can be true at the same time. Bryce Young could have played his worst game. As a pro, he'll never, I don't think he'll ever play a game even remotely close to the, to as bad as it was on Sunday. He was incredibly inaccurate on the three interceptions. I mean, they were totally avoidable. Uh, I mean, all three, the, the receivers were open. He made horrible throws on all three. I've never seen two pick sixes on screen passes in the same game before, ever. Um, but I think that there is culpability on the way they run their offense that puts Bryce into situations that he is not yet capable of extricating himself. I mean, he was under duress on both screen passes. I mean, that, yep. is, that is ridiculous. And I just think that they are not – I'd rather see him throw 12 interceptions by throwing the ball down the field than the way they are running their offense right now.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you for feeling that way. It's frustrating. I mean, it feels, like, and that's the thing too. Without the deep threat, without the big play threats, you know how it is, Adam. Every drive has to be a fifteen-play, seventy-two-yard drive. And it's like th- th- there's more room for error. There's going to be a sack. There's going to be a penalty. Matt. There's going to be a turnover. Like you got to be almost perfect on these long drives. So yes, they need to get that in somehow, some way. I am so disappointed in DJ Chark. I mean, the game, you know, and and on the road games, I mean, you can't see it. You're watching on TV. You can't necessarily see the patterns develop. But at those home games, when you can watch, when I can watch and see, okay, is there really anybody open? Man, there's nobody open on so many of these plays. Right. And then and then when nobody's open, well, that the offensive line had to hold up for more than 2.5 seconds. They're screwed, too. So I do think Bryce is in a hard spot. I'm with you 100% on that. I was really disappointed in him, though. I sound like I, I'm going into my dad mode here. This is something <laughs> I would say to my kids. I'm not mad at you, Brycey, but I'm disappointed. Uh, because, yes, he was put under duress over and over again from the jump in that game, right? From the, yeah. I mean, from, like, the first pass play. There was there was poor Icky again getting beat again, and here it is for Bryce. He's got to get rid of the ball, but the way he handled the pressure, like on that the, the, the second one, like that screen to Sanders, just dirt that ball, man. Throw that thing into the turf and yeah. live the fight another day. It just you were you were in field goal range at that point, and you could have cut to a one score game with a field goal, and it was second down. Like so, I was disappointed. As smart as he is, the way he just kind of oh here comes the pressure, let me chuck it out there. Oh crap. You know, um, mm-hmm. but yes, he, he is being put in bad situations. And Frank Reich's even acknowledged that numerous times. We put him in this bad situation, that bad situation.
0: Chris McClain, Mac and Bone in the morning, WFNZ in Charlotte is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Um, he But here's the, when I look at them, you know, it's funny. I go back a few weeks and I say you could learn something from what the Jets did in this particular game because there was a game and I don't know, I didn't see, I didn't see a single snap of last night's Monday night football game, not one. I just know that the Jets did Jets things and refused to play offense. But there was a game not that long ago where the Jets said, you know what, Uh, we can't win this way. We have to let Zach Wilson throw the ball, and we have to let him throw it down the field. I just see so little of that, and I know they don't have anybody that can get down the field because DJ Chark is allergic to getting open, but they did get Hayden Hurst down the field. So, yep. with some play design, there should be some opportunities, even if they're 15 yards down the field. You don't need three seconds to complete a ball 15 yards down the field. And they just don't seem to be willing to, sh- to make the defense cover the entire field. How many times – I didn't keep track of this. You might have. That would be great if you did. This w- Then we'd have the answer to this question. How many times did you see on third and 10 – uh, a two-yard pattern to Adam yeah. Thielen or to somebody else that has
1: no chance, zero yeah, what's chance. That right. I, at that point, I'd rather you run the ball. Absolutely, I don't blame you for feeling that way at all. And I, yeah, like, when do? How often do guys get schemed open? Like, I think we're all acknowledging that this is not like. If you look at the next gen stats, Adam, and we have all like all season, I've looked at this. I mean, there you are. The, the, that uh, that that group of receivers. Are all below average, right? right? In terms of separation, but like, how many times the the hearse play had happened? But how many times does a guy get schemed open? And this is something Coach Reich said himself when when they had the six sacks allowed a couple weeks ago, and it's all running together because it feels like they're giving up it's four, five, or six every week, right? Just take a yeah. pick. <laughs> but the one where, where it was six, I think ironically in the win, you know, Coach Reich talked about it and brought up there the, that the coaches are cul- culpable too that it's not just yeah. on the receivers, Bryce, and the O-line. He says, we have to come up with route combinations and play design to get these guys open. He's admitted it, so it's frustrating. I swear, I think that's like the only play I noticed that. The whole game, like, right. I think you see like one or two times a game, you're like, oh, man, that, that play design, they schemed him open. You know, it just... It doesn't happen enough, so that's another thing too. And for this offensive coaching staff, and again, man, if you could go back, Adam, and hear all the stuff that me and Bone were saying, so hyped up in the summer about this team and the all-star offensive coaching staff, yep. I'm just so disappointed in that. There's a the word again, man. I am in dad mode. All right, I'm just—it's it's such a bummer because I really believed that they had this staff full of great offensive minds and a support system for Bryce and. It's just all the – everybody's at fault on that whole offense, you know? I do I, – here's what I wonder. And, I, you know, I Thomas Brown
0: comes from a modern style of offense, yep, right? Yep. So – but I do wonder if there's too much old school. Frank Reich, we could talk about it all day long. Frank Reich, you know, his day, his, his career as a quarterback uh, was spent, you know, in the 90s. And I know he was on Philadelphia's staff – but he was not on this Philadelphia staff which is a little bit more of a modern twist on an yeah. offense um Jim Caldwell who I love as a an offensive analyst assistant special assistant whatever it is uh, also is kind of an old school guy although uh, i mean uh, an incredibly smart football coach i just wonder if we is the, if there's not enough modern uh on this particular staff i this is not a criticism. It's just I don't know. I am yeah, not. I, I am not that guy to tell you that they're not doing this or that. Uh, I just know that they look. They look anemic all the time, and I also am wondering: Is Ikey Aquano a tackle or a guard?
1: Yeah, I've been. We we've been talking about that same thing, and I mean, hey. There's no I, you could easily see him if he ends up at guard being like damn good at it hell. how many <laughs> how many of the scouts did you hear when he was coming out that said, I'm not gonna say it was the majority. But there were plenty that said, nah, I prefer him at guard, you know? Yep. And so if that ends up being the case, great, but dang, that six pick. that six right. pick I don't think we wanted to use on a left guard. So that's killer if it doesn't work out. It's no shame for him personally, but, damn, it hurts the team if they can't get him to play left tackle. As far as the modern thing, I think that's interesting. I also wonder, too, they're trying to mesh two schemes. And this is another thing, Adam, that during the off season my panther homer self thought sounded great (laughs) oh man frank reich is open-minded he brought in thomas brown they are mixing the two schemes together they're going to take the best parts of both and i just wonder does that take longer you know what i mean like do you Mm -hmm. have to find that fine balance between the two where most you know most times it's one scheme right it's either the oc scheme if you have a defensive head coach or if it's an offensive head coach he puts it in scheme. are they trying to balance these two things together and it showed, the result is just this absolute ugliness. I don't know if that's part of it too. I mean, I I don't know, man. There's <laughs> there's really there's really not much good on the offense where I could say, "Hey, keep that." You know, it's just oh god. And the I defense has been was, good. Oh, it's amazing. I thought Bryce was playing better, too, the last four weeks. That's yep. why it's such a shame they looked that bad the other day. But, yeah, the defense, I think that's one thing we can all say is that Jiro Averro can't coach, man. Like, yep. for all those injuries and all those guys have gone out, and, of course, now Burns is out and Henderson's out, too. It's getting even yep. worse this week. Chandler Wooten is on IR. But, like, for him to have this team eighth in total defense in yards per game, It's absolutely insane what Averro has been able to do, man. It really is.
0: No, no question. Well, I mean, uh, it's also it helps if you keep throwing pick sixes. The other team's offense never takes the field. (laughs) That's true. That is
1: true. They might Bryce might be helping them pad their yards per game
0: numbers. (laughs) Fair point. All right. Final thing uh, on the bright side is that if you keep losing, then you pick earlier in the. Oh wait, no, they. Don't. That's right. They don't have their first round pick. Um, How how are people, how much is that affecting everybody's mood that with all the problems, they can't really correct them at the top of this draft, which is why I thought the trade deadline was such a missed opportunity.
1: It's affecting so many moods, man. I mean, for and then this week with the bear game on Thursday night. Oh, that's right. I mean, we're 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 forced to think about that. We're going to watch DJ Moore play for another oh. team, and it's just it's and then the Bears fans openly like that they, they could beat us on the field and then celebrate that the, that our draft pick <laughs> it used to look like it's going to be the first pick for them. I mean, it sucks, man. We've already started to uh, to notice that normally, Adam, on November 7th, normally in Charlotte we go into NFL draft preview mode at this time of season. Really? All right. We can't even do that now unless we can find these draft gurus that are ready to focus on pick 33. <laughs> I mean, so it's already ruining our draft talk, which we are way too fond of here in Charlotte. It sucks, man. It's just, I mean... And it is really hard to find any reason for hope. The only thing I got, Adam, okay. is, when your, is when your producer, Victoria, comes to Charlotte to go to the Panther game that we apparently play well and win. Other than that, if I can't find a way to get her tickets and pay for her travel to Charlotte every week, <laughs> I think we're screwed. I got no other answers. One for one. So she is ready. She is
0: ready for the next one.
1: I'm there. She Let's is go. ready
0: for the next one. She has a bag packed at all
1: times. David Tepper ought to cover all your costs, man, for God's exactly. sake, This is important. I need you to say that a little louder in Charlotte, Chris. <laughs> Chris McLean,
0: Mac and Bone in the mornings, WFNZ in Charlotte. I'll talk to you guys in a few hours. All oh, right, man. Sounds good.